Hi there, everyone. Elazar Bloom here with Relationships Revisited. And today is a Jewish festival, a celebration called Lagba Omer. It is the day which commemorates and actually celebrates the passing of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, a great sage in Israel from approximately 1900 years ago. And he requested that his death be celebrated by the Jewish people. So here we are. A beautiful story that has always resonated deeply with me is a story with Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai where a couple who was childless for more than 10 years came to see the great sage and at that point had given up hope, although they were still very much enamored with one another, they they were childless, and there is a Jewish law that says a couple can get divorced at that point, and they came to Rabbi Shimon to grant a divorce, and Rabbi Shimon responded to them, I'll grant a divorce, but you should celebrate the divorce. Celebrate the divorce just like you celebrated your wedding day. So the couple goes off, and they make a huge feast and invite the entire community, and it's a, it's a real celebration. Plenty of wine, plenty of food. And at that celebration, the husband begins to drink plenty of wine and he intoxicates himself. And in his intoxication, he says to his wife, who he's about to divorce, he says to her, we're separating, but I want to I gift you. I want you to take whatever from our home is most precious to you. Just take it with you and bring it to your father's house where I know you'll be returning to. And the night continued and more wine, more food, and eventually the husband became very tired from the alcohol and he went to sleep, he passed out. She quickly told her servants to take her her passed out husband and bring him in his bed to her father's home, where a couple of hours later, the fa- the husband, excuse me, he he wakes up and in a in darkness he doesn't know where he is and he screams out and he says where am i where am i and his wife lights a candle and he says you're here in my father's home you told me to take what's precious to me and that is none other than you you are most precious to me more than anything or anyone in the world and the couple then returned to rabbi shimon describing what had happened, describing their their decision not to get divorced. And Rabbi Shimon then blessed them, and they were able to bear children together. A beautiful story. As I listen to the story, even if, as I say it right now, it brings up, brings up thoughts about what the Torah tells us in terms of becoming one flesh, right? That a, a man leaves his family of origin, leaves his birth family, and cleaves to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And one explanation of that is they should have a child together. They should procreate. On a deeper level, becoming one flesh means being able to be fully open and vulnerable and um, allow myself to be known by another person, to experience a, a really deep attachment and connection. And it seems like this couple was not distressed in the way that you would see many distressed couples, but there was some some blockage. There was something there. There was something getting in the way of them bringing a new soul into a body of having children together. And it was on that night where 
where how much he meant to her was revealed, where she was able to express with him with a clear action of you mean so much to me. I want nobody else other than you. And that arousal and that clear signal of how significant you are to me, that perhaps was the vessel that was necessary for this couple to then receive the blessing and become one flesh literally in a child. So just thinking about this for us, whatever we're experiencing in our relationships where there is you know, communication issues or where there's um, sometimes a, a feelings of alone, of being alone, of loneliness, of, of feeling unseen, of feeling like we're more co-parents, we're more neighbors than 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 the couple that we that we truly desire to be together. Right? Just trying to figure out where is the block of vulnerability? Where are we holding where are we holding back from one another in communicating openly what you mean to me? And perhaps even because you mean so much to me, sometimes there's places that I hurt. And moving towards one another in those places and that becoming a vessel for something new for a new experience together, coming closer to becoming one flesh. And that's what I bless us all with today, myself included in, in my relationship, that we should continue to grow and deepen and become more and more secure to share who we are with one another and to honor that. Thanks for joining me on Relationships Revisited, and I hope to be back with you soon.